It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. What is up, dudes? My dudes? My dudes? Episode 80. Reg, episode 80. Fucking crazy, dude. Drunk on broad. Look at us. Drunk on on the birds. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Look at us. Look at us three over here. Episode 80. Wow. Episode 80. And Jay, that doesn't even include the drunk on ice shows. I know. That's a milestone, man. That's huge for us. Jeez, look how far far we come from just me and Oscar talking in his talking in his little his room during COVID, you know, checking out his Placo goldfish or catfish that's like this big and a tiny ass little thing. God, I miss Oscar. What a good guy. What a guy. Where is Oscar? Oscar, dude, he is just living his best life, you know, doing the HR headhunting stuff, you know, doesn't really have much time for us anymore. He's chasing like you know twenty year old girls, like, you know, trying to find trying to find it out. <laughs> I should be with him. I do. At, at some point, we got to get the band, we got to get the the original band back together. We do, we do. I know uh, Nick's nursing his uh, knee surgery that he got done earlier. He uh, 
blew out his knee playing softball. It was kind of fucked up. Dude slid into him and just tore it all up. Yeah, so it was pretty much beyond, like, repairable. So the dude snipped his meniscus out. And he's going to PT. keeps me updated on what's going on. Uh, but, you know, everything's good. What's up, Chris? How you doing? What's up, Chris? My man. Yo, look at these. <laughs> look at these dudes. What a fan. <laughs> Getting ready for the Golden Mike League. They're ready to finish 11th, 12th, and 10th. Who, Dom? Bums. Um, uh, Mike and, Mike and uh, Dom? Mike, Dom, and the C. Lucia and, guy. I don't even know his first name. Sorry. Chris, but listen, Chris, Chris, I'm, Chris. I'm sure if you, based on your feedback from uh, Mike's drafting, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure if, if you could have Mike finish 13th. If Mike would probably, Mike could finish 16th. He could pro- probably finish 16th. At least he like, take five quarterbacks. Yeah, if he took six quarterbacks, he'd probably be in, in better shape because his team is just ass. Making fun of me. Oh, you took two of them. Like, you got four fucking guys. four quarterbacks. You know he's only busting your chops, Mike. Says the guy who took two in the fourth round. Cry face, cry face, cry face. And I'm still going to shit on you, Mike. That's what happens. I'm still going to shit on you. <laughs> you still can't stop me. You can only hope to contain me. This feud is the best feud in uh, podcast leagues. It is. it is. It has to be. Because Mike was like, oh, you, you didn't do anything with that fourth-round pick. You took two. And I'm like, says the guy who draft. Who, who did you draft? Who, who the hell did you draft, Mike? What, Shut what, up. You. I'm curious. What was your grade for uh, What's Chip, up, Scotty? Draft? Uh, what do we – yo, Scotty, what's up, dude? What was it? Wasn't it like a C-? minus? I don't know. It was, it was something ridiculous. They just didn't like Chip's team either. But, hey – that's what happens, dude. Super flex leagues, they get you. They get you. Just, they get you in the draft room. They get you in the draft room. I mean, I got an A. I did my final draft last night, A minus, and it was like, oh, you're projected to go 13 2. I'm going to finish in last place. <laughs> I, I never believe projections. I don't believe them either. It makes me fantasy upset. sports, and you and I do a lot of leagues yeah. that combine. Like every single year when I get a good draft grade, my that's team shits. It sucks. Oh yeah. And every time I get the worst draft grade, that's the year I win the, the chip. Like, when I when I get the finish 0 and 12 in most leagues, I'm like, I'm gonna make the playoffs and I'm probably gonna be in the championship. Because I'm like, that's they're they're just going off their consensus and rankings of on their site. I'm like, I'm going off yeah, of what like. yeah. I'm like, that's what I'm looking at. And I'm like, every time I get that A minus and like my team's way better than everybody they project. Like well, it's like I'm not gonna make the playoffs this year, dude. You're on the same on the same side of that Who's argument, Scotty? right there. Well, he's a smart man, Scotty. Yes. He's a smart man. Mike Scotty. Scotty was talking about this exact same thing on Turf Talk on Sunday, man. Mike's been drinking that weird Kool Aid down there in Blackwood. Uh, I don't I mean, know. Think about it. Pause. Think about we've talked about how Tua and Hertz are in similar situations. They hmm. both got major weapons on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Tua is just the same. Like, a lot, a lot of pressure. Dude, Tua equals poop. Says the guy who can't make a boy. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Next time, do it with your socks on. All right, Mike? Do it with your socks on. Be a man. <laughs> Be a man. Oh, <laughs> I had oh to. I was, I was festering on that. I was festering. I love oh. Mike. Mike's a good dude. Congratulations oh, listen, on this baby girl, man. Happy for you. Mike, I had to fuck with you, though. I had to give it to you. Mike, Mike's been doing the food. Have you seen Mike doing the food stunts? Uh, I, heard, I didn't see oh. the show, but I saw. I heard 
I saw the post. He drank beer out of a hot dog. Yeah. Oh, he drank God. beer out of a hot dog straw. Beer glizzies? <laughs> beer glizzies? <laughs> he was doing the beer glizzies. And then a couple weeks ago, he was eating, like, the ghost pepper popcorn. I saw that show. That, that was insane. His face was, like, bright red. It was bright red. red. It was redder than my Gatorade that I'm drinking right now. Dude, Mike, oh, Mike like, I got I got some Carolina Reaper hot sauce upstairs. You want to come over one day, we'll put it on some chips. The funny thing is, it is super hot. Right, it is one of the hottest hot sauces I've ever had, but it is so flavorful that you can just keep eating it. It's just you're dying as you're eating it, but it's good. But then I had the one sauce from uh, my buddy Pat bought it from a uh, hot ones called the Bomb, and it's not. It's like super hot. It's not even as hot as this one, but it tastes like pure asshole. Like, and I'm not talking good. I'm like sweaty. Like, took really wet farts, asshole. Like, it's terrible. Well, it's not. Like, speaking of that, like, so. The, our community garden at school has like a ton of a variety of like between tomatoes, eggplants, tomato, like you name it, yeah. it's growing there. So there's a common bin that like if you have excess, you put it in there. If you see stuff that you're not growing that you want, yeah. take some, right? So there's this red pepper. It's about this big. Thai. Is it Thai chili? I bring it home. Lace goes to start cleaning it. Oh. And like, face gets red. Eyes start watering, and she goes, "Donald, uh, we we can't cook with this." She's like, "I can't even, I can't even wash it. It's like burning my eyes." I wonder what it kind. Of, it probably was. I, a, it was probably a Thai chili because those things get real hot. Small little red guy. It, it was. It was about. I want to say maybe three, four inches, but it was, oh. and it was bright red. But it Ooh. was. Dude, there's nothing. There's nothing worse than like you can't, you can't come back from that. No, and you just are like, if I'm washing this and the oil is is so pungent that it's burning me now, dude, you're gonna throw that in a hot pan and your whole house is gonna be pepper spray. You're you need goggles. You need like there's you need to do it outside. There's peppers like ghost peppers and like what people don't realize. The hotter the pepper gets, like you you work with a habanero or you work even with a fresh jalapeno. You're supposed to wear gloves, not okay for cleanliness, especially when you're at home and you're doing it for yourself. But for the fact, when you get those oils on your hands and you're cooking, you're intensifying those oils, you're getting them hotter. So you're essentially, you're just making a pepper spray from those vapors. So if you don't wear a respirator mask, eye goggles and stuff like with ghost chili peppers, and it gets on your skin, those hot vapors, you can get severe chemical burns, which a lot of people don't realize. That's why I, you don't, I'll buy a sauce with it. I, you can be like, yo, cook me this and something. I'll be like, fuck no. I'm going to kill my whole family and I'm going to end up with chemical burns. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Fuck your ghost chilies. That's what I say. That's our that's our last thing. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Fuck, fuck Spike Ass. And fuck cooking with ghost chilies. Everybody's going to be like, why are these guys so weird? It's like, well, if you listen to the intro, it gets weird. But we are back, guys. Episode 80, where you're going to talk and break down the birds. Mike, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. It's, or maybe I'm not. I'm not sure yet. I don't know how I feel. But boys, are we excited? Are we excited? No, listen, we, oh. we got a we got a game on Sunday here. Like we got the the Eagles are playing the Lions, but we got the 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 kickoff game tomorrow. We got the Bills and the Rams. Right, that's going to be a great game to kick off the season on Thursday. Dude, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be insane. Love you too, Mike. But. Where are you in terms – like, I I couldn't feel like this team is in a better place. Like, just when you think that they 
couldn't have gotten better, right? They improve at almost – they improve at every level. Yes. On the defense. Yep. They make additions on offense to make particular position groups better. Yes. And it seems like the other teams in the division either didn't get better or got worse. Agreed. So, I mean, how much? I'm, how much? I'm, worse? I'm not. Bre- I'm not breaking any news here. Yes. But like, I could not be more excited to watch this team play on Sunday. How how bad is it when Dallas signs Jason Peters to their practice squad? Like that to was- me, to me, that just shows you. That just shows you how terrible Dallas is going to be this year. And people still think they're going to go out and win all these games. They're not. Okay, now let's head over to Washington. Carson Wentz is your quarterback. That's that's enough said right there. Do I think he's competent? No. I don't think he's a competent starter. I do think Taylor Heineke takes over in week six. Okay. And then you move to the defensive side of the ball. Good defense. Chase yes. Young's out, I think, for the first four games. So, so they're going to miss him for that. They're going to miss him for that. And then let's move up to New York. Who the fuck knows, man? New York Dan, is the Dan, wild one. Danny, Danny Dimes, right? Does Danny Dimes like do they? Does Brian Dable stick with that quarterback? Like Here? he's stuck with Josh Allen. Here is a weird fact I learned. Thank you, Jason Moore from the Fantasy Footballers. Every single year in Brian Dable's career, when he was an offensive coordinator. He was ranked 30th, 31st, 32nd, 31st, 30th. And then when he was with – then when Josh Allen emerged, that's when he became top five. So is it Brian Dable or is it Josh Allen? Because right. I'm saying maybe the development, yes, was Brian uh, Brian Dable. But is the coaching Brian Dable or is this the talent level of Josh Allen? Because you're not getting Josh Allen out of <laughs> Danny Dodds. And those weapons aren't as great surrounding him. They have Kadarius Tony, who you'd never know if he's actually going to play. He's their most talented wide receiver, Wondell Robinson. He is a rookie. Can he be the slot guy? Sure, because there's no competition. I, I'm going to punch Mike in the face. He just distracted me. I think he's good, but he's listening. To what the fuck are you, else are you supposed to do? What else are you supposed to do to get fucking ready? You shut up, Mike. Block him. Block him. I'm done with these guys. I'm going to fight them all, you glizzy, drinking beer, fucking chili pepper eating, cutie pie. I can't be me anymore, but I just can't do it. I lost my train of thought. But, Jay, are, are you seeing anything that I'm not seeing out, out of this NFC East that the Eagles should run away with it? I, I mean, you kind of you kind of stole my thunder. I, I do think, you know, the only guy on the Giants that I, that I really – and I don't want to say I fear him, but I do think he's going to have a comeback season, and that's Saquon. I think last yeah. year, it, it's tough for any running back coming back from that type of injury year one. There's only been three running backs, I believe, that had that type of injury that actually had monster years the year yeah. pro- year after, and that was Adrian Peterson, who was a freak. Let's yeah, that guy just right. bounced back. I mean, his, his injury tolerance and, and you know, the way he got better from injuries, it was insane. And yeah. I believe the only other one was maybe Jamal Charles. And that but was you, but what you're saying is, okay, yes, Saquon is going to have a monster year, which he will. 
But okay, you now you're putting Saquon on and that offensive line versus our defensive line and our revamped uh, linebackers. I it's one of those things where I think that cancels out, and that's what I'm looking. I just think the Eagles have too many strengths to not enough weaknesses when you look at the NFC East. No, I, I mean, listen, I agree. I, I think, I, listen, I, I don't want to say that you're selling Carson Wentz short because I don't think Carson Wentz is a superstar by any means. I do think Carson Wentz is capable of being a good quarterback. He's, he's shown it. I think Carson Wentz's problem is I think he has an attitude problem. And I think that's ultimately what could possibly put him out of this league. Do you think when I say that he, I don't believe he is not a, when I say he's not a competent quarterback, meaning I don't think he's going to do the right thing when his team needs it the most. Do you think that he is capable of making the right read when it matters the most? I don't know. I, I will say, <laughs> I think I think Terry McLaurin is probably the best wide receiver he's probably played with. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are high on Michael Pittman, but I, I think Terry McLaurin is probably – he's definitely better than anybody that was ever yeah. on the Eagles at, in Carson's time here. Agreed. Uh, I don't think Washington's offensive line is – any better it's probably worse than the, than the Colts I mean, let's face it the Colts have one of the best yeah, they, have a top. they have a good run offensive line I don't know if their offensive line's that great uh, you know with the pass I mean I yeah. remember Andrew Luck probably set a sack record and I'm not I know this team is far removed from Andrew Luck but yeah. I don't think the Colts have ever really been good at pass protection so I think Carson Wentz like I said if he's able to be protected and he's able to get out of his own head. Yes, he is. But I, you're right. I don't know if I'm ready to say that he's competent because he hasn't shown it here. He continues to, to just kind of basically prove me wrong. Cause he's, I was a de- he's the definition of insanity. He just does the same things over and over again. Expects him. He's not going to be a winner. I mean, yeah. to, be, to be, to be truthful, like he hasn't been that Jay, the, the competent quarterback that you speak of, when was the last time we saw that on the field consistently? It was probably right? when we went to the Seattle for the playoffs before he got hurt. I mean, it's, it's how long ago? I, I can't right? even yeah. That's how much right. my mind is. It's, it's, it's <laughs> now. We don't know. Right. It's three teams removed from that. So, you, to me, I look at Wentz and say, like, he was in an offense last year with Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and right and had weapons around him and still floundered to the so point where is, he's not scaring you. So to yeah, he listen, he doesn't scare me. And and Washington to me isn't an organization yeah. that has a reputation for turning careers around. No. Right. So, so, right. So to me, right. That conversation, that conversation begins and ends with he plays for the Washington commanders. Who was the the quarterback that they got from the bears who was supposed to be like the next greatest thing? Washington got him. They signed him. They thought he was going to be really good. I think he lasted like a season and a half and then he was gone. He was, he was on the bears. I have to look it up now. 
How many years ago was this? This was about before Alex Smith. Yeah, before Alex Smith. Yeah. But all right, Don. While we look this up, what right, do you sure. think about Dallas? Does Dallas scare you? I mean, Dallas doesn't scare me at all. Their their offense. Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell. Their their offense got worse. Actually, to, to side note, I love Jason Campbell when he was in Auburn. He to me had a role. He was there for four years. Good God. Yeah, but he 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 kind of had a, a a messed up pro career where like went from like had like different coordinators every year, different coaches. Like he just whatever. Side note: Who cares about Jason Campbell? No one. No one. Right. So Jason. <laughs> so so Jason Peters. Right. He signs with. He he's in, he signs with the Cowboys. He's another guy like. Tell me the last time that he was the productive Relevant. player that that they think they're getting. Five years ago, right? Four five, years ago. Right. So you're so you're getting a guy five years removed from his from, best season. from his from his most recently best season, and like you lost Amari Cooper, right? So like for. For, for for less than we got for JJ Ortega Whiteside. <laughs> so to me, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Cowboys, and I don't see like they're the the one guy that I will always say will be a difference maker and be able to change a game is Michael Parsons. Yes. Right. So, but outside of that guy, like Diggs on the outside doesn't scare me a whole lot. Because it's Burnt either coats. all it's either all or nothing. Yeah. Right. And now you have weapons on the Eagles where you can spread them out and maybe Stefan if Stefan Diggs is guarding AJ Brown, I believe well, Stefan Diggs, Diggs covering AJ Brown will be oh, good. Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. Sorry, my bad. AJ Brown will not be good. Right. But if you put Diggs on on I, I think AJ Brown wins that. I think he wins that matchup 10 out of 10. There's not many quarter cornerbacks who I can say that AJ Brown can't be. I mean, correct. See, this is the best thing when I look at like great corners, right? I look at great corners, Jalen Ramsey. You look at um, um, the dude, uh, JC Jackson, who signed with the chargers. You look at uh, Jair Alexander. It's like, okay, it's one guy on the field, right? Usually play one side. What do you do? You line up your best player on the other side unless they're going to shadow. And if they right. shadow him, good luck trying to contain who's the number two cornerback on on uh, Dallas. No one knows. No one knows. So good luck containing Devonta Smith. Good luck containing Dallas Goddard. Good luck containing whoever's coming out of the backfield. Like Zach Pascal running out of the slot. Quez running flies. Like, okay, take A.J. Brown to the game. We still have four other weapons who are going to beat you. And that's what – and, oh, I'm sorry, and Jalen Hurts, the Swiss Army knife. He'll carve you up himself. I, I just think they're poised. Like, they're poised to have a great year. And this is the make-it-or-break-it year for our boy Jalen. This, right. this is – the keys are his right now. They're dangling. It's like when you're running from – like on the treadmill and you put the donut over the dude's head and you just want to get it. It's right there. Right. It's just – that to me is where the season beginning it, it begins and ends with Jalen Hurts, right? And and I'm in the camp where, like, he plays every game 
Yep. Every snap, every situation, regardless of score, un- until you secured the number one seed and 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 that buy. Yeah. And until that point, and if you don't get to that point, great. He plays all 17 games, and you put him in every possible situation to figure out what you have with this dude. Yes. This dude, your building block, because if he's not, then you're in a position with the draft capital that they've accumulated and the ability to be able to maybe include Hertz in a package that – you could make a move to bring in a guy because this roster is one yeah, player it's, away. It's a win-now roster. And Absolutely. It, it doesn't look like it's constructed like that with a lot of one-year guys here and there, here and there, here and there. It's a roster that's built with young talent, great talent, proven talent, a great offensive line, a great defensive line, great corners. Like – you're 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 in it to win it. I think Jalen is going to prove a lot of people wrong, and I am excited to see his progression this year. But I don't want him to feel the pressure. But the pressure is there. It's it's there because we want to see him succeed. And this is the most talented offense that I have seen in my life for the Eagles. When it comes down to adding wide receivers, the tight end position. The running back group is a little under par, but I'm not going to sell Miles Sanders and those guys short because that's not fair to them. And that offensive line. It's like, hard to argue, right? Yeah, it's, it's hard to e- – even in in that Super Bowl year, right, this roster of guys, it, talent-wise, at every position is kind of a step above. Yeah. Do you disagree or agree with that, Jay? I mean, I – Don, you must have been, like, in my brain. Because ah. I was legit ready to just say that the 2017 Eagles that won a Super Bowl proved that you don't need a top-five quarterback to win yes. a Super Bowl. You don't even have to have a top-ten quarterback to win a Super Bowl. All you need is a team. And this team on paper at every position is – miles ahead of that team as far as talent wise yeah. at, at secondary we're better we're way better at secondary yeah at wide receiver we're we're years apart from that yeah. wide receiver group i mean alshon jeffrey listen in all fairness he was a decent wide receiver mm-hmm. he was nowhere near what aj brown is no Deshaun jackson at that point was nowhere near what <laughs> Oh, I don't even think Deshaun Jackson was on that team. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. It was Aguilar. Yeah. Aguilar right. is nowhere near what Devonta Smith is. Zach Ertz, even, I will I will say, Devonta, I mean, Dallas Goddard, talent-wise, is a better receiving and the overall package at tight end than Zach Ertz was. Now, Zach Ertz might have been better. Sure-handed. More sure-handed. In his career. Yeah. But my point and- is, is – Dallas Goddard has just as much talent as Zach Ertz. Oh, yeah. And, Jay, to, re, re, real quick. Wavelengths. Oh. No, real quick. To, to, just, to talk about, just to talk about Goddard for a second. I heard a stat. Ruben Frank put out a stat with – he had like 78 targets last year. Out of those 78 targets, he had like 61 receptions. 
So, like, when he's getting targeted, he's catching the ball yeah. at, like, a 60-ish percent clip. Yeah. Like, so I think he's a guy who takes a step leaps and bounds from where he was last year. But, Jay, go back. You're talking about the defense. Yeah, so, I mean, defensive line, like, you have Hassan, Hassan Reddick. Like, I know he's listed as a linebacker, but he's obviously a pass rusher. And that's what yes. he mm-hmm. He had 15 sacks last year. Like, we have a guy now that actually can get the quarterback. Oh, by the way, we got Brandon Graham coming back healthy. Yeah. We have better linebackers, way better linebackers than we had on that 2017 team. Like I said, every single position we're better. Jay, I mean, even to look at like the when you only compare position this... I might say was better that year as a whole unit was probably the running backs because Legarrette Blunt to me was a yeah. stud. I, I, he was. He was a legit. And Jay, Jay, that was Jay, a good guy. And we got a guy in that, you know, obviously week eight at, at the trade. Clement, right? but, but my point is, is if that's the only position, I, I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. we are better. All the way around. So there is no Agreed. reason that this team cannot compete for a Super Bowl. We beat the Patriots that year and Tom Brady. Like, and I mean, Jay, Jay look like Jay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the guys that started opening day last year at linebacker: Singleton, Jannard Avery, and Eric Wilson. Jannard Avery, gross. Right? right, gross. Right there, they had Slay at one corner. Stevie Nelson started the other corner. Avante Maddox was a slot. Yeah. Rodney McLeod and then Anthony Harris. Right. Look at how, like, just on those two levels, they rebuilt that entire back half. And it's light years above where this defense was, even this time last year, going into week one. I cannot wait to see Blankenship play with, uh, Gardner Johnson at safety. I cannot wait to see those. Those. My dad was telling me in college, the ball found Blankenship. Like he's just one of those guys where the ball okay. found. And the dude tackles. Like what? What? And he's not. He's not afraid to hit anybody. Mm-hmm. That's what I want in my safety. I want a ball hawk who's not afraid to tackle. Give me that Ed Reed mentality from Blankenship. Then you got a finesse guy, a dude who talks mad shit. And he can slide down to play nickel when he's needed to, and Gardner Johnson. Like, that, I get this feeling we're gonna love that dude. Oh, I, he's going to just. I, I have a feeling he's gonna piss so many people off that we play against. And I just there's one thing that I'm excited to see that I haven't seen in a while from the Eagles uh, secondary. You know what that is? A bunch of shit talking. Turnovers. I and turnovers. <laughs> turnovers. Because I remember and the, shit talking and shit talking. Because <laughs> I remember the one year the Eagles uh, uh, DBs didn't have an interception. I think we had three interceptions all year, and two of them were from a defensive line. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited to see these corners and with this line get pressure and actually get seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven interceptions. Like as as a whole, as a group. Like I'm I excited. I am so excited to see a group. Like this with Bradbury and Slay and Maddox and Zach McPherson, Blankenship, Epps, uh, C, uh, CGJ. Like, it's getting me fired up because it's, it's, it's taking me back to 
I miss the days where we had Sheldon Brown, Lido Shepard, like fucking those days and fucking Dawkins. And, and Brian Dawkins, right? And, and Mitchell, right? Mitchell was the, the strong safety. Was that Mitchell? Who was the strong safety? Or what was his name? Quentin Michael. Michael. Quentin, Quentin Michael. Michael. Like those dudes were feared. Like, and then the. Uh, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting back to that point. Like, we're getting back to where our defense is going to be feared. And the best thing is, with our draft capital next year, and if Hurts fucking balls out of his mind, right? our offensive line is set with all the young guys that we have. Our defensive line is set. You go out, you get another fucking lockdown corner. You go out there, and you get another fucking safety. You go out there, you get a fucking mean motherfucker as a linebacker. Right. Or another fucking wide receiver, whatever you want to do. That is going to be a scary team. Yep. Like this like this now, like, is going to be scary for years to come if we stay together and we have what we have and we hit on our draft picks. Which I'm saying, they're 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 young, they're under contract, right? They do have a handful of guys, but those guys that are on prove it deals, yeah, right, have a ton of incentive to play really well in order to be able to either stay here and get paid or flip it you around. You think Bradbury would want to go anywhere else? And not play if be the number if, two to slay, right? Like if I'm him and I play, and and this team succeeds like we think that they can. And if I'm looking around and I'm going, okay, well, I get to play with CGJ, right? And I get to play with Bradbury, and I get to play with Slay, and I get to okay, like I'm I'm not going anywhere. Like now, listen, that's me. That's me drinking the green Kool-Aid saying, why would you want to play it? Why would you wouldn't want to play anywhere else? But then I'm looking around and I'm going, if I'm an athlete and I'm looking around, and I'm going, how do I win? I'm looking around and I'm going, I got guys everywhere. I got, I got guys. In the that next I can two years, on. in the next two years, there's two things that I think are going to happen. One, Tom Brady is going to be completely done because he's going to get beat the fuck up with no offensive line this year. He's right. going to get beat up. He's not going to take it anymore. It's just going to be, Oh, I love playing football, but I can't handle getting my ass kicked. And then Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be done because he's going to have no incentive to play for Green Bay. He'll go play for somebody else. I guarantee it'll be an AFC team because the Green Bay is not going to – Green Bay will either cut him, there will be a team who wants him, whatever. So you take away the two best quarterbacks in – and I'm saying, yes, they are the two best quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. NFC. And then that leaves you with Stafford and Murray. Right. West Coast. You there's no possible way. There's no possible way in the next two to three years that the Eagles with their with their depth, their young guys, and if Jalen Hurts balls like he is and his and his age with those wide receivers, that they can't be a perennial NFC championship contender. A hundred percent. Because all those big name guys are gonna be gone. They're all right. gonna be gone. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And let's be real. We need to see it from Trey Lance, right? We need to see it from Trey Lance. If he's going to, he's going to be yeah. a great fucking fantasy quarterback, but who knows if he's going to be a real good quarterback. And if right. they suck, they're back to the drawing board. Matthew Stafford, bad elbow. Who, who knows how long that's going to hold up? And then it will be Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray. Who's who? It's, I'm just saying. No, you're, listen. You're sitting there. You're looking. You, I feel like you got some things going in your brain. I want to hear. No, what you l- listen, it, it, Rich, it all makes sense. Right? Is, is kind of, you know, spot on. I, I, I mean, I'm looking around the league at, at quarterbacks. I, I mean, you got Kirk Cousins in, in, in Minnesota. He puts up. As everyone says, hollow numbers. I, I think Kirk Cousins can be a good quarterback with the weapons he has, but well, he doesn't win big games. But he's also older. Yeah, he's older. He's older, so, and he's and he he has a tendency know. to not show up. Uh, Dak Prescott. We already talked about Dallas. I, I mean, you know what Dak is. We Dak, all know. You know. You know what he is, he's and with the offensive line the way that it is, five hundred yards and thirty touchdowns. But once again, it what he does in the, in. The, in the regular season, doesn't translate to the postseason. He was never going to make the postseason. They lo- every game that they lost last year was against a team with a winning record. They only beat teams last year with a losing record. Dallas are a bunch of frauds. It's the same thing with it's the same thing with Arizona. They can only beat bad teams. They can't beat good teams because teams figure you out. Teams figure out Ky- Kyler Murray. Okay, well get the guy get the guy moving. Get him out of the pocket. Let him beat us. And what happens when Kyler tries to beat you? He gets hurt all the fucking time. Look at the other quarter. You're right. All the good quarterbacks are in the AFC. They're all in the AFC. You got, uh, what, Justin Fields? And most of them are in the AFC West. Ohio State has never had a successful NFL quarterback. And Justin Fields is five years away. Justin Fields isn't even going to get a second contract from the Bears because they don't want him. That regime is literally giving him nothing to work with and are saying, hey, Dig yourself out of this hole. We know you can't. Thank you for getting us a top two pick next year. They didn't go out there and bolster their wide receiver room. They didn't go out there and bolster their defense after they traded Khalil Mack for he's not ready. pick. He's not, not going to be ready. And their offensive line is atrocious. They did nothing. They did absolutely nothing. All the good quarterbacks, all the top quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, scumbag Deshaun Watson, Tua, that's six, right? All AFC. Yeah. All, Joe Burrow. Sorry, I forgot about Burrow, that. Yeah. Yogi Joe. AFC. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. That's eight. That's eight. Mm-hmm. AFC. Two will be left in the NFC in the next two years. And, wow, and which is fucking crazy. It's nuts. Like the Eagles are in the driver's seat. And this is what, and I'm going to give Howie credit because I think. What he's doing is looking down the pipe, saying, okay, I built this now. I got A.J. Brown for another four years. Devontae Smith's going to get locked the fuck up. Everybody knows. They're not letting him go. Goddard, he's already locked up for, I think, three more years. Hurts is the only, Hertz is the only question mark. If Hurts balls out with these weapons and is the guy that we think he is, right. Jesus Christ, dude, we are cruising. To NFC Championship after NFC Championship after to NFC Championship. Barring injuries. I'm doing the whole Madden turn the IR or turn the injuries off. 
right? Because I do everything barring injury because we can't predict them. Right. They're in the driver's seat for the next few years with the great drafting of the defense, the bolstering of the offensive line. You keep – I don't give a fuck if Jeff Statlin says, I want to retire tomorrow. You say, I will give you $15 million a year. You shut the fuck up and you coach our offensive line because we need you. Like, you need to be Jimmy Johnson out there. Like, you're, you need to right. be out there, and you got to be like, yo, Jim Johnson ran that defense until, unfortunately, the day he died. Listen, they, they better be rolling Jeff Statlin out in a wheelchair. Yeah, and you're going to show these motherfuckers how to block because we need you. Like, let's just – I am so ant because I, the more I even think about this, the more excited I get because it's just – the future looks good. This year it might looks- be tough. But Jesus Christ. But but Rich, like the beginning so the beginning and end of the season are where they can kind of build a lot of win capital. Yeah. That that there's a stretch in the middle of the season where it's gonna be rough. Yeah. But they can stack wins early, right? In that in that stretch of like those first six games, you, you could say that they'd probably be favored in five out of the six of them? Yeah. If, if not all six? In, they're favored in 13 games. By the, betting, by the betting, yeah. the people that place the betting, the, the bet, the number of the bets, 13 games the Eagles are favored. That should tell you right there. I, I, was, I was worried about their schedule. I was worried about some of the uh, – some of like the gimme games that I don't think – with like Houston being one that we're going to lose to because it just, it happens, especially Thursday night football. But I look at how Houston's constructed and I don't see them now that being the game where, Oh yeah, they're just because they're the home team Thursday night to win. I don't see that. I was seeing green Bay as a loss. The way that Aaron Rodgers is talking about his wide receivers and the way that they're not clicking, I don't see them losing the green Bay. So now I'm like, okay, I think the Eagles lose. At most, three games. Just like looking at it, I think they sweep the NFC East because I don't. I just don't see it. I just don't see these teams being able to be barring injury. It's everything is barring injury. What well, in, injury and what you're going to get out of this quarterback? Yeah. So, to me, I'm looking at like when when I start to when I you know when I'm starting to look at week one, right. I'm looking at where, where can I capitalize for this offense? Where, 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 where am I cherry picking on this defense on Detroit? Cause I think there's, there's a lot of Detroit's getting a lot of love around the NFL. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that love. It's always hard knocks hype. I was hard knocks hype. I was just about to say every was, year it happens. It happened with the Bengals years ago. It happened with the Cowboys last year or the two years ago. Only one it came to fruition with was uh, which one called L.A. Yeah, the Browns. The Browns. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, these teams are going to be great!" It's like, no. Halapudi Vitae just got put on the pup, so he's going to miss four games, and he was one of their starting tackles. Yeah, DeAndre Swift, one of the one of the better running backs in the league can't stay healthy. You still have Jared Goff as your quarterback. Right. You did nothing on I mean, IR until probably November. Yeah. Right. 
Like Amon Ross St. Brown is, is is your number one. DJ he's, Shark. He's, yeah, and, DJ Shark, who can never stay healthy. Right. Who so like if I'm looking, like I'm looking at, at at those three positions, right? They're running back and two wide receivers. And they have no defense. They don't have a defense. They didn't address right. their defense at all. Yeah, they, they let go of their longest tenure. What'd you say, Jack? They got Hutchinson, but he's not going to be able to, you know, doing everything by himself. No, 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 no. But like, on, but on offense, like that, their their best weapon is probably their tight end, Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. Another guy who can't stay healthy. So it's it's a bunch of guys. I who think have all the talent in the world, but you still have Jared Goff as your quarterback. I think if you kick the can down a few years, Detroit will probably be a good team. I mean, they yeah. have. They have the building blocks, but they're nowhere near ready. Their owner, their owners are fucking terrible, and their mm-hmm. front office is bad. Well, I, so bad. Look what they did with Matt Stafford. I mean, they had Calvin Johnson and, and Matt never, Stafford together, and they never did anything to address their exactly. or offensive. The fact that that franchise had Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, and they both retired early, <laughs> tells you something. Says you, says everything you need to know about the Detroit Lions. Calvin Johnson like, literally said, "Like I'm one of the best in the league. I'm 30. I could still be better than everybody, but uh, fucked his organization. <laughs> like I'm out. And it sucks because if this was now, he could probably get traded for a shit ton of picks. And Detroit mm-hmm. would be like, oh, that's great. But back in the day, like nobody was paying those premiums for like wide receivers. They weren't. It was it was overlooked. Wide but, receiver was not." No, like today, right? yeah, no, not at all. Which but is like crazy. no, so nobody in the skill positions on offense really scares me no. at all. And when I look at like like if Slay is going to match up with you know St. Brown, and you know, you're, you're going to have Bradbury match up with DJ Shark, right? Like I, I I'm not worried about Hawkinson and any of the linebackers, like. There's not a lot of like I just don't see in this game how Detroit ends up putting up points. Jared Goff is going to be pressured constantly. Mm-hmm. Going to be pressured constantly. Jared Goff under pressure is like deer in the headlights. A deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. A baby with a full diaper. Like saw it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he can't move, and he makes bad decisions. So. Do you like? I just don't see them being able to stand. I, I, don't, I hate saying that, but because I don't like jinxing. But will they put up points? It'll most likely happen. Yeah, I see them a touchdown or two. It's early. It's not like it's in midseason form. Lions may come out early. Eagles may come out flat. But at the end of at the end of the game, Detroit's not going to be able to keep up. No, not at all. It's just it's just not going to happen. The, the skill positions on both sides of the ball for the Eagles and, and the talent level is just that much better. I think it's going to be closer than what people want, but we also have to remember it's week one. You treat this as almost the fourth preseason game, which it kind of sucks. You want to go out there and you make a statement, but at the same time, these guys are getting their, some of these guys are getting their first action of actually playing and hitting guys. And once they start rolling after the third, fourth, fifth game, you're going to see who the Eagles are. And I think they're going to be a team that steps on your neck and they force you into making and tur- force you into turnovers, and they rely so heavily on that defense that we can go back to being all right. Let's run. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. 
all right, but now Jalen Hurts, go ahead, cook, do do what you got to do. Like yeah. I just I just see all good things. I think it's just going to be I think it's going to be like a twenty four twenty one type game against. Really? I just I don't see them killing them off the jump. I just I don't see that. I just Rich when I when I look I at see those... them winning in every stat category. It's okay. just closer than what we think. Okay, I just I, listen. I, I'm just I'm looking at it going when when I look at player for player, right? Yeah. When I look at their wide receiver group and our DB group, yeah, I don't see how those guys get open. Now I, I know see. they are, and that's not that's not realistic, right? But when when I'm looking at their our linebacker core with Kazir White and TJ Edwards and Hassan Reddick, and I look at the pressure that they're going to put on while also being able to cover their best offensive weapon in yeah. TJ Hawkinson, I don't know how he's going to get open, right? Yeah. And then if you try to run the ball with DeAndre Swift, yes, he is going to get his yards. Yeah. But I – but you're also going to have to run in a line that's going to have Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat, Milton Williams, Jordan Davis, Teron Jackson. Like, I just don't see where. Yeah. Like I, I could see a game that is 24, 13, 24. Okay. I, I just. Week one, games up, always, week one games to me are just always. They're, they're always funky. And that's the only thing I don't like about it. Like, that's literally – that's one of the things. It's the same thing with college football. It's the same thing with everything. It's like your True. first action. Like, when Notre Dame was getting – like, that line opened up at nine, and all of a sudden Notre Dame was getting 17 and a half. It's like Notre Dame's not that bad of a team. And Ohio State's defense isn't all that. If I'm a betting man, I'm putting 1000 bucks on the 17 and a half because it's not like they're a pushover. No. And it was like 21-7. Like, they covered. They covered. That's – First week, like you're starting to click, you're starting to your mesh as a team. I think the Eagles are a better team. I just don't like week one. <laughs> I just I don't I feel confident in the in in the week one just because of the lack of playing in the preseason. And again, it's no one's fault. It's not the coach's fault. It's not the organization's the organization's fault for saying, Hey, I don't want to play my starters full games. You know what football is. It's a hard game. We almost we could have lost Jalen Hurts. For a few weeks after that Jets game, when he got fucking targeted on the sidelines and the dude smacked the helmet, and you, thank God he got right back up. But these are these are the things that I I worry about when it comes to playing players in preseason because some guys are looking to make the team and they're going to try to make a statement and they're going to do some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And this is why I hate that. I, I I think there should be zero tolerance for that, even in the preseason. Hey. You hit a guy in the head in the preseason. You're looking to make the team. I don't give a shit. You're out. Like right. it's an exhibition game that means nothing. Yes, you're fighting for a, a spot, a roster spot, and you want to be on a team. But all these unnecessary hits, these stupid blocks, like it's dumb. It's dumb. It's you're you're adding another element of injury. And I'm not saying oh you can protect these guys all the time. You can do this, but if a guy gets hit in the head. And it's clearly the guy's lowering the crown of his helmet and he's leading with his head. Throw him the fuck out of the game. Right. Come on. Do something. And that's that just drove me nuts when I thought Jalen Hurts was, like, dead on the sideline. He just got right back up. And I'm like, just from the pure brutality of that helmet-to-helmet hit, I'm like, there's no fucking room for this. Like, I'm just over it. I'm just over the helmet-to-helmet bullshit. I hear you. 
Jay, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two position groups. All right, so the Eagles number one wide receiver, right? AJ Brown and then Devontae Smith. They're gonna get matched up against Amani Aruye and Jeff Akuda. <laughs> what, what does that match like like and Rich, this is what I'm talking about. Like when I'm looking at yeah. position position. Right, I'm looking like to me that matchup and Jay. To me, that matchup says like, I, right, hundred yards, two hundred yards a piece. I know a lot of people. Side, oh, all right, oh, we're we're open. I know a lot we're of people. One to four thirty. I've heard a lot of people, and I've heard a lot of takes. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner where people are coming out and saying, you know, they don't think that A.J. Brown's going to have a big game one. I seriously doubt that. I, The way that A.J. Brown is as a player, the fact that he had all offseason hanging out with Jalen Hurts, his buddy, before he even got traded here, yep. I have a sneaky suspicion I could care less, even if it's only one catch for 80 yards, I guarantee you he's going to score a touchdown. I, oh, yeah. I just have this almost gut feeling that he is just ready to, like, put a can of whoop-ass. Like, they're going to show off their new toy. They're going to show off their new toy. They are going to feature A.J. Brown in this offense, and they're going to be like, this is – I think this is going to be the statement for the NFC East is like, this is A.J. Brown. He's an eagle now. Try to stop him. Slant after slant, out route, fly route, post route, wheel route, and then it's going to be like, oh, yeah, hold on. Slim Reaper's back. Like, I just have a feeling that I don't think A.J. Brown is going to be the, oh, he's going to get, it's not going to get, I think he's going to be heavily involved in the first, the first drive, I'm going to say he's going to have four catches. Four four catches. And then they're going to get down. Jalen Hurts will run it in. Boom, easy seven. Second drive, milk him in. Add a little bit of Slim Reaper. And then you're just going to see, can you stop this wide receiver tandem that can run anywhere out? Can you stop Slant God versus Slim Reaper? No, it's going to be very hard. Because good luck trying to catch A.J. Brown when he's got five yards ahead of him and he just caught a slant. He's going to either run over you or run past you. Right. I mean, listen, A.J. Brown, he's not a diva. But he's no. confident in himself, and he's yeah. betting on himself. And I can guarantee you, just as much as he wanted to come here and he said he wanted to be here, you can guarantee that the fact of his friendship with Jalen Hurts, that he wants to make Jalen Hurts look good. Like, he's going to do everything in his power to make that happen. And that's why I firmly believe that he has a huge game. 
I believe yeah. Sam Reaper has a good game. I believe Goddard. I, I'm not saying Hurts is going to have five touchdowns, but yeah. I believe this offense is going to move, move, move. Yeah. Hurts is going to have over 300 yards. I, I'm almost, yeah. I wish I, I might bet the over on that, and I might bet the over on three touchdowns. I am that confident. I just, I just, I think that so many people, there's like so many kind of different opinions on Jalen Hurts, especially in the Eagles fan base. Yeah. But I just, I, I just feel it coming that these guys are going to be like, you know what? This ain't preseason anymore. And this ain't no. last year. This is our, you know, this is how the new going. look Eagles. This exactly. is the 2022 Eagles. I get a weird feeling about it. And I could be wrong. I could be reading it wrong and they come out flat, but I just. No, but- but, Jake, to look at how – like, you remember when they opened up the season last year, right, in Atlanta, right, and they they, they, they go up – they, they win 32-6, to six, right, and Hertz puts up – I'm just trying to pull up the stats here. You know, Hertz puts up 265 yards and three touchdowns, and he puts 62, 62 yards on the ground, right, and that's with – Without that, A.J. Brown. Yeah. Right, and that was without A.J. Brown. Right, so now you've got you know Miles Sanders is back practicing, so he's looking like he's going to play, right? So if you can get a healthy version of him, you have what I would argue is probably the best offensive line of football. Yeah, you've got the in the wide receiver room. They are one through four. I, I would put them up against a lot of other teams' position groups. I, I just I, I see. Where this game could look like a lot, a lot like it did last year, a lot like that opening week. Yeah, like it, it's kind of close early, right? It's like it, it was yeah, fifteen was to bad last year. Right. It was fifteen to six at halftime, right? Like and then they put up seven in the third and ten in the fourth and put it away. Yep. Let me ask you guys a question before we do yeah. final thoughts, Don. Sure. Your sleeper for the 2022 season. For the Eagles, who is it? I mean, to me, the guy that's going to be the biggest difference maker that no one's talking about is Hassan Reddick. He's a guy that signed early but has something to prove. And I think you're going to see him playing behind all those guys that we talked about, the Grams, Cox, Hargrave, but also playing behind Milton Williams and Jordan Davis, he is going to have space to be wherever he wants to be on the field. And he's a guy who's hungry to kind of prove that for a while when he was playing in Arizona, that he was playing out of position, that he wasn't having the, it wasn't able to have the opportunity to play the way he wanted to play. So Hassan Reddick to me, that's the guy that I'm looking at to say, He's going to be a huge difference maker on this defense. Agreed. Jay, who you got? I, I love Hassan Reddick as a pick, but I, I have a hard time saying he's a sleeper because I think he's a stud. Yeah. Uh, to me, the guy I think is a sleeper, and he's been a stud, but he's a guy coming back from injury, and I can guarantee he's super hungry, and I've seen every single interview he's done. And he looks fresh, and I just love what he signed on when he was doing a signing last week. 
and that's Brandon Graham. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think Brandon Graham is going to actually have 10 sacks this year. I just I think he's going to come back and, like, yo, show out. He's my sleeper. I love it. I love it. Rich, who you got? Who's your sleeper? I got – so, on well, defense, I got Bradbury. I think he's going to come back and show oh. you that he is a absolute lockdown corner and just hated playing for the Giants. And then my next pick is a guy that we recently signed – Former Oklahoma Sooner, played with Jalen Hurts, can give us the bruising in between the tackles, and that's Trey Sermon. Okay. I think Chris called it. Trey Sermon is going to be the guy down down the stretch that we're going to call on to fight for those yards. You're going to still have Miles Sanders involved. You're still going to have Gainwell involved. But to close out games, you're going to be giving that ball to Trey Sermon to just run up the middle and do what he has to do. He is Jordan Howard, 5.0, just and y- faster, and and faster and better hands. Give me that six foot, 215-pound running back. We need that guy at the goal line. I love seeing it, and I just hope for good things. And that that's he's my stretch, but give me Bradbury and him because I think Bradbury is going to come back and he's going to show you, like, I can cover it. And I'm going to do it. And I think he's going to be – the best thing is, is when C.D. Lamb decides to move off of Darius Slay's spot, who's going to be right there? James Bradbury. Six interceptions, I'll call it now. Oh, definitely. I'm taking over I'm taking over six. He's, I'm, taking, I'm so confident in James Bradbury because they are going to be like, I can't throw to Slay's side. Let me test uh, Bradbury. And he's going to be like, nope, nope. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. Final sc- what? All right, let's do final scores. Ooh, 24-21. Birds. Right. Key play of the game, Rich. Key play of the game is a Goff interception to seal the game. Goff's going to feel pressure. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to throw the ball. And who's going to be there? James Bradbury. James Bradbury. James Bradbury. With stealing the game. Tie it all in. Jay, final score, key play. Um. Uh, 28-17, Eagles. The 17th, the, the, the last seven is going to be a garbage touchdown by the Lions. And I oh. think the key play for me, I'm calling it now. A.J. Brown's going for a 54-yard touchdown. Oh, I like that. 54 yards to me is like a nice round number. And uh, I see it coming. I love it, Jay. Right. Don, listen, I, I I don't see where Detroit scores points. So, thirty-one ten. I think it's it, it's it's a it's a runaway all all day. Write these down. We should. Keep track. I'll go. I'll, we'll we'll go back. We'll go back and, and write them down. Um, but we got the key play to me. I Jay, when, when you start when you started talking about you know what what AJ Brown could do. I started having visions of that T.O. play to uh, open opening. the opening season. And something just tells me that they got something big planned for, for, for play number one. So uh, I, I'm going with a, with, with a bomb on the opening series. For maybe, maybe it's the first play. Set the tone early. Put them away within the first minute of the game. I love and it. And don't look back. I love it. I love it. 
No, no, no looking back. Love our optimism, man. It's it's so contagious, dude. It feels good to be optimistic. It really does. It does. It really, it really, truly does. Well, gentlemen, let's wrap it all together. Final thoughts. Go ahead, Jay. I'm up first. Yes, sir. So, final thoughts. Man, you put me on the spot. Can't you go first? Can't you go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. So, in in honor of our children and children returning to school, obviously we know that teachers like Don and many in his profession are, you know, it's like it sucks because the funding isn't there for schools. When the teachers send you home a list, try to donate as as much as you can. Try to help out. Try to help out with classroom supplies. Ask the teachers. You know, everybody's got the remind app now. Like, be conscious of your your kids' teachers, you know? It's nice to be like, oh, great, I want to know how my kid is, but take the time and ask and make sure the teachers are okay. Like, is there anything that we can do for you as a parent to my child or just, you know, a parent who lives in the school district to help you? Is there anything that you need school supplies-wise that you're low on? Do you need glue sticks? Do you need left-handed scissors? Do you need markers, crayons, construction paper? Feel free to reach out if you need something. Like, take the time to understand that your, your child is going to a school to learn, but these people do pay a lot of money out of pocket. Help out. Give back. Check on your teacher's mental mental well-being, not only just asking about your kids. Like, oh, how's my kid doing? How's my kid? It's like, no. Mr. Conway, thank you for uh, teaching my son. Is there anything that your class needs that I can help you with? Are you doing okay? Is there anything that I can help you with? Just be nice about it. You know, be cordial. Treat these people like they're extended member of your family because you're putting so much trust in them to do right by your kids that I think it's right to invite them kind of into your home and be like, you know what? Don't sit down and eat dinner with them, obviously, unless it's Don. Then invite them out for a nice steak and some seafood exactly. and have a good time. A little, a little <laughs> but it's nice to check up on them and see if they need anything because, you know, I'm all about I understand what it is being a therapist and not having the equipment and going out to the store and buying what I need. And it's like, I'm doing this for my patients. I'm not doing it for myself. And I'm not seeing a return on it. I'm not being able to, oh, here, here's my, here's my tab. Can you pay this? And they'll be like, idiot, you, you bought it yourself. It's the same thing with teachers. You know, they got to buy their supplies. They got to do what they got to do. But they're also shaping the young minds in our communities and, you know, for future generations. Help them out. Make sure they're okay. If there's anything you can do to make their job easier, do it. Just be a good person. It's your child that you're you're entrusting them with your child's life. Give them the common courtesy of, hey, what can I do for you? How can I make your life easier? Right. Just you know, just look out for look out for your educators and look out for the people in your community who are trying to make a difference and trying to do well by your family. And and listen, Rich, being on the opposite end of that, it goes a long way, man. Yeah. It really it really does. Even just you know a little email or like, like you're saying, like the, like the, the text message apps to, to kind of communicate just those little, those little, you know, thank you. Right. Getting emails from kids. Thanks for helping me today. Right. Those kind of things, they go a long way. And I've kind of made it a point that like, whenever we do communicate with like my kids school, my kids teachers, right. I always try to end it with like, truly appreciate everything you're doing. Yeah. Right. Just something like that. That's kind of like, even if it's something where I'm like kind of checking in on something that like didn't seem right. Right. Still checking in, still trying to put a positive on it and say, Hey, listen, 
I know things are funky, but like, I appreciate what everything you're doing to try to help the kids. So yeah. it, it, it really truly does go a long way. Um, and you know, from like, for final thoughts for me, like I'm, you know, I, I'm kind of in, in the middle of that going back to school and, and starting back with a new group. And, you know, those kind of moments are always exciting for, you know, to be able to start a new year with new kids and, um, looking forward to being able to start to capitalize on some of the investments that we've kind of worked on through different grants and through different funding to be able to start to utilize the, the resources as best as we possibly can partnering. We've got community gardens. We've got a lot of external stuff that we're doing to try to create an environment that you can't replicate at home and make it exciting for the kids so that it's not just static from class to class to class. So um, the new school year is back. With the new school year comes football. It kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but, you know, looking at at just having a really great year. So, Jay, oh, yeah. final thoughts? Um, I mean, I can't top either of yours. You guys, you know, every everything you said, you know, I, I really, you know, as you said, just like always keep your – Thoughts out for your fellow peers, fellow peoples. Um, I want to shout out you guys. Episode 80. This is amazing. Like, Drunk on Broad, like, you guys, a lot. you guys have done a lot for me personally. Uh, I've become friends with both of you guys. And oh, yeah. Actually, um, yeah, absolutely. I really, you know, appreciate knowing you guys and getting to know you. And, uh, like I said, I think it's an amazing podcast and, you know, you guys do great work. I'm excited that, you know, we actually have a fantasy league with a bunch of our fellow. Hell yeah. I, I think it's just, yeah. dude, this is the best time of the year for it's, me. Like, I, I honestly, like, I love the fall. I yeah. stand winter, but even though it's part of football season, but I love this part of the year more than anything. Yeah, because bro. you got baseball winding down. Hopefully the Phillies can uh, – Turn around this recent horrible stretch they've had. I'm sure we'll jump <laughs> on Phil soon. Um, but Most you know, as you guys said, best time of the year, football tomorrow, game one. What a game we have lined up. So the Rams and the uh the Rams and the Bills. I mean, it's the team that I actually I, I had them pegged as the Super Bowl. So that 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 could be like a Super Bowl preview. Like it's yeah. that good of a game. So many weapons all across the board on both sides of the ball, defense, offense. What a game. And then, obviously, Sunday we have our Eagles. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but the game is sold out. So kudos to Philly because you know that's part of our our heart responsible for oh, yeah. Because our fans are some of the best travelers in sports. Oh, yeah. Well, the, there's a couple. So the, the Philly sports trips are sending like 1,000 people. There's a fans of Philly group that's sending a bunch of people out there. You know, it's it seems like every every away game is just a is a is a takeover opportunity. Hell yeah! I'm just so, I'm, I'm pumped, man. Pumped! I can't wait. I can't wait. Listen, I got all my fantasy lineup set, but you know, <laughs> you got to change them last minute when there's injuries. So Jay, Jay's got a tablet he carries around now. As I even twenty five teams now. I guarantee oh, you, I'm going to count how much time it takes me Sunday 
the set lineups. Dude, I we're already set, but I'm so jealous. I wish I was invited to 25 leagues. <laughs> oh my god, it's too much work. It's work. It is. It's a lot. Listen, be, before before we before we jump out here, I got a shout out to the the guys at Old City Sports. Right, I got the uh, the new the the Sundays for the Birds shirt that they uh, they cut they they sent over. So shout out to those guys. They're doing good stuff over there. Yeah, boy. Um, listen, you know, go go check out our uh, our our illustrious sponsors at La Terrain Luxury Watches, Team Click, Shocked Energy, which is now Level Up Snacks and streaker sports still working on getting uh oh what happened the background streaker got all sports. does that mean that rich has to streak uh, don't listen. don't tempt me my <laughs> wife will leave me but i'm down <laughs> we're going streaking through the quad into the gymnasium there's there's other people coming they're coming oh my god get in the car frank love that movie, <laughs> That's a good movie. What a all right movie. rich take us out listen you stuck around you fucked around. You found out. Fuck Spike Eskin. Fuck Sean Watson. And fuck cooking with hot, fucking hot chili peppers. Because it's bullshit. Billy, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 80. My man Jay. Don Juan. Go, go, go birds. Go birds. Go birds. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 